Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now batting for the fast lane, Cardinals Hall of Famer and fifth member, Matt Holiday. We're hanging with Holiday on 101 ESPN. Powered by Air Alliance Team Heating and Cooling. Getting the job done quickly, correctly, 100% of the time. Here in the fast lane, that time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers. Here today is Michelle Smallman filling in for Anthony Stalter. We got Dan McLaughlin, Danny Mack joining us as well. We head out to the celebrity line right now to be joined by our guy, Matt Holiday. Matt, how are we doing today, bud? Wow, what an all-star cast. <laughs> Thanks for returning my text. I appreciate it, Matt, oh, from a few days ago. Did he do that to you, ago. too? Yeah. yeah. I've already admitted we've already had this conversation oh, on this show, really? Dan. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, I was crying no, one day. No, I mean, it's other people that I've done that to. Yeah, <laughs> well, I guess I'm in that group of other people now. Yeah, welcome to the welcome. club. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Wow, I, you I guys are texting each other? Cool, fun. I, I got Jamie once. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's all right, Matt. You know what? I forgave you. We, we hugged it out. We're I good. I was trying to give you a compliment, Danny. I was just about to say, I mean, what a treat to have you and Michelle on here over the other guys that I usually have to talk to, yeah. and then you go right for the throat. I did. I think you deserved it, but Gee, I'll Matt, take the compliment. I don't compliment. know how to take that, actually. Well, Matt's a great guy. <laughs> yeah. I, it, Jamie, you know what? You're great. No, I wasn't at you, Jamie. Oh, okay. You know what? The slate is clean. I wipe it clean after you've made a nice okay, comment about me, and you know I love okay. you, baby. All so right. thank you. All right. All right. Good to talk to you guys. You too. <laughs> hey, Matt. Uh, talking about calling out people. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the you know not the elephant in the room, but Tyler O'Neill gets you know called out by Ollie Marmel for what looked to be. Maybe not a hundred percent effort at the time. I'm sure both people, both parties, have their explanation of the situation. But what did you make of the whole situation? You know, it's uh, it's one of those things where, to me, uh, I think it's happened a couple times with Tyler, and I, I think that um, I think it happened last year at some point, and I think that Ollie, as the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, is is uh, is saying, look, you know, one. You know, if this happens once, we can talk about it. You know, we just, you know, encourage you not to do that again. And then when it happens again, you know, he benches him and, and makes it, um, you know, sort of it, it comes up and, and, you know, he addresses it and everybody wants to talk about it. Uh, I don't think it's as big a deal as everybody's making. Um, I, I think it's it's uh, it's talk about it, move past it. Um, but I do think that there is, you know, sort of this, uh, you know, expectation that, that you play hard and we can't have, you know, you can't have mental mistakes in uh, in the big leagues. You can't you can't do that. And so, um, I uh, I don't know all the ins and outs. I haven't talked to Ollie. I wish I, I probably should have just to see what sort of both sides are, are, are thinking. But just on the uh, sort of the outside looking in, 
um, I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's it's uh, in the locker room and, and with the relationship between Ollie and, and Tyler is is probably you know squashed and and uh, you know excited to get back out on the field and and, and play the Brewers. Well, speaking of that, Matt, Tyler O'Neill back in the lineup tonight. He's hitting six, and it seems like this is his best opportunity to respond, no, is on the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, he, he's got an extremely, you know, a high, high level of talent. We all know that. Um, he's, he's, uh, when he's healthy, when he's, when, he's, uh, when he's in the right frame of mind, uh, he's, he's a very important part of the club and, and a, uh, an extremely uh, important offensive player on this team. If he's going to play center field, uh, his defense is going to be valuable. Um, so I, I do think that you, you go back out on the field and, and uh, it's sort of um, prove to your teammates that, that you're, you're all in, you're 100%. You know, he's a free agent after this year, so I think it's important for him to, to show uh, 29 other teams uh, that, that uh, you know, he, he plays hard and, and uh, he's the kind of guy that potentially you might want to sign in free agency. So uh, there's a lot at stake for Tyler this year and, and, uh, and this season for the Cardinals and, and, and also for his career moving forward. Matt, I think you're kind of in a tough spot because you're the father of a number one overall pick, and they just kicked off the minor league season a couple of nights ago, Jackson Holiday, your son, um, where you want to maybe, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but maybe you want to coach a little bit, you want to help him a little bit, but yet now he's in the professional ranks and you say, I got to step away. I got to let these guys do what they're going to do with him, and that's the way it's going to be. What What is it like for you in trying to balance that in terms of being a dad, a coach, but then also stepping away from your son? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, that's something I'm navigating. Um, I understand um, that, I, he, you know, he's, he's, in, he's a pro, and this is his job, and uh, he's around other, other coaches, and he's being coached. And, and the guys that he's being coached by, I've, I've got a chance to be around this offseason and, and watch them and listen to them. and um, So I, I trust them with, with what they're doing, and – uh, so I, I feel, um, you know, Danny, I watch and, and uh, he looks great. Um, but I think for me, it's just going to be one of those deals where there's a couple of key reminders and a couple of things that he and I have talked about for the past, you know, 10 years as, as a kid from nine until 19. Um, a couple of checkpoints that I know that, that he, he kind of gets in trouble with that I can just say two sentences to remind him of a couple of things we've talked about. Um, that I, I think help him. So I, I, uh, I want him to come to me if he needs me. And then other than that, I just want to enjoy watching him and appreciate uh, how hard it is and, and uh, sort of let him learn how to coach himself. And, and uh, that's part of the minor leagues. When, you, when you're in the minor leagues, you, you have to learn how to, how to grind through some, some tough stretches and, and how to coach yourself so that uh, when you do get a chance to play in the major leagues, uh, there's, there's less uh, peaks and valleys. And, and so – um, it is a. It is for me. Sometimes it's hard to bite my tongue if I see something, but uh, we have a great relationship, and that um, he knows if he needs me, um, he can ask. And and uh, so I'm excited to watch him in his first full season. And they had their first game last night, and he had a double and a walk. So um, I'm actually here in Salem, Virginia, watching him play. And I played here 23 years ago. Wow. So it's, uh, I was a. Actually, my home team was the Salem Avalanche. They used to be with the Rockies and, and played here. So. Back here watching him play, um, it's been pretty cool. That's awesome. That's well, awesome. It's exciting to certainly talk about uh, your young lad, uh, for sure. And obviously we wish him nothing but the best. But there's also another young man here in St. Louis that is batting over 300 and with a six-game hitting streak. 
Are you surprised at all with the success of Jordan Walker? Like, did you think he was going to step in and look this comfortable and be this mature already? You know, from everything I've seen, Jamie, I've not seen him flinch. You know, he's he's played he's played above his age level. Um, he's only 20 years old. He played all year in Double A last year as a 19 or 20 year old. Uh, didn't bother him. Had tons of success. Goes to the Arizona Fall League as a 19 or 20 year old and has tons of success. Doesn't flinch. Doesn't seem to change expression. I haven't been around him a ton, but on opening day, got a chance to to say hello and talk to him for a minute. And, and just uh, the demeanor is so much more mature. And just, uh, you know, he looks more mature. He's, he's big and he's strong. Uh, he's very fundamentally sound uh, at the plate. So um, anytime a guy that's only 20 years old has this kind of success, it definitely catches your attention. And, and maybe it is a bit of a surprise. But I, I think in watching him and, and just kind of looking for signs of, of uh, him getting rattled, I don't see it. And, and so – uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting as he goes through the league. One time, uh, there's, they're going to attack him certain ways, and then they'll try something else, and, and he'll have to adjust. And that's sort of the cat and mouse game, particularly your first couple of years, where uh, the league is trying to figure out how to pitch you and uh, where to really try to attack you. And then they'll stick there um, until you make an adjustment, and then they'll adjust, and then you adjust, and um, that'll that'll go on uh, for a while. But uh, I think he's he's in a really good spot uh, as far as being able to bat down in the order. Uh, when you have veteran superstars to lean on, right-hand hitters, Nolan and Goldie, um, <clears throat> you know, are big, strong right-hand studs that he gets a chance to watch on an everyday basis. So uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a lucky – he's in a really good situation for a young guy that's trying to break his way into the major leagues. Matt, we've been talking about the Cardinals starting pitching, which has had some struggles to open the season. And we keep reminding ourselves, it's early, it's early. It's the first mm-hmm. week of the season, as Tony LaRusso would say. Was there ever a tent pole in the season where you as a player would, would check in with yourself and your team where you felt like you had a really good idea of, of how you were performing and how the team was performing? Well, I mean, I think, um, you know, as a hitter, when you get about 100 at-bats under your belt, um, you should be – uh, you should be feeling, you know, pretty good about where you're at and, and being able to kind of feel and make adjustments. And, um, you know, I, it's it's hard to say as far as uh, as a team just because of the injury situation. So it's hard to make a fair assessment if, if you know, Bueno's not in there um, with the rotation. And, um, you know, Jack, uh, his first outing, while he didn't give up any runs, he walked seven guys. And uh, so I, I think with pitchers, I, I think you, you give them, you know, two or three times through the, the uh, or I'd say three or four times through the rotation before you uh, you either one go wow I'm really excited about what I see from him or two I'm really concerned about what we've seen from him and so I, I think it's it's obviously a little bit early when you go one time even two times through um, but I, I think I've seen enough uh, positives to to be optimistic about about the starting pitching um, moving forward obviously getting Adam back will will help. Um, but it is, uh, I think definitely, uh, the part of the team that most people are watching to see if the, the starting pitching is caliber, uh, to win the world series. I think the rest of the team, um, so far has shown that, that they, 
uh, have the talent that to be contenders uh, to win a World Series. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that lineup is deep, and it's going to be interesting, Matt, to see them go to Milwaukee and then Colorado when you struggle with pitching, but yet your offense is so good, so it could be a slugfest. I am curious, how did you like hitting in Milwaukee? The big backdrop, the ball mm-hmm. travels. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be closed tonight, the paneling out there. It's still cold in Wisconsin, but how did you like hitting in that ballpark? It's a great place to hit. It's sneaky, like one of the best places, I think, to hit home runs. I mean, like you said, the batter's eye is amazing. You see the ball really well. Um, it, it carries really well. Um, I think most of the domes or the you know the retractable roof-type facilities, the ball does seem to travel really well. So um, when you talk about place, good places to hit home runs, Milwaukee is, is kind of one of those sneaky ones that nobody uh, nationally seems to want to talk about. But I think the players – uh, around the league are always looking forward to going in there and, and hitting in that uh, facility. So uh, I think there will be, a, uh, obviously the, the Brewers have a couple of nasty starters, uh, but it is a, I think it will be a, a bit of a, the way some runs scored in, in this series. Well, Matt, before we let you go, I had to tell you this. We did the gauntlet earlier, and it was random trivia. We had a random trivia competition, and the last question was about a moth. And I said, I can't hear the word moth and not think of Matt Holliday's ear. So I just had to let you know we were talking about moths, and we were talking about you. Yeah, well, you know, unfortunately, there's things that happen in your career that you're remembered for that uh, sometimes you don't love. So, um, yeah, I was that was that was one of those nights where, you know, I couldn't believe it happened. I had no idea what was going to happen. I didn't know how far down the moth would go. I was eventually like, wow, I mean, does this go all over to your brain? Like, where, at what point does the moth have to stop? So um, it was, a, it was a, an odd, frightening, uh, you know, sort of one of the stranger things that's ever happened to me, um, particularly on a baseball field. I didn't know what to do. I think there was probably a pitch or two where I didn't even have my glove on. Cause I was digging in my ear, like jumping up and down, trying to figure out <laughs> what I should do. So uh, me and Barry Weinberg walked back to the training room and, and uh, tried to figure out how to get that thing out of there. But it was, uh, it was quite an event. So I'm, I'm glad that you guys got through it reminisce about that (laughs) (laughs) it's always a great story matt and uh we appreciate you telling that we appreciate you coming on here today man um have yourself a good weekend and have a great easter and enjoy being around jackson this weekend well i appreciate you guys having me on it's it's great to catch up with with michelle and danny mack and and obviously always with you jamie thanks for having me on all right buddy i appreciate it have a good one again that was matt holiday Cardinals Hall of Famer. He is the best.